You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to our little pop and geek culture show called Nerd Overload. My name is Cody, and I am not too proud to admit that I did throw a controller today because of Elden Ring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm Sam, and I've done the same thing, but with Shovel Knight. (laughs) I'm Josh, and maybe you should have summoned Let Me Solo Her. (laughs) I'm Samantha. Uh, We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! Jackpot. <laughs> a classic. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly rebuilding the soundboard. Uh, so, yeah. So what have you guys been? Uh, what have we been doing this week? What's some cool stuff that we have checked out in media and pop culture? The segment <laughs> of the show that we are talking about yes. right now. Yes. The segment in which we relay um, media and pop culture that we have taken in. We've consumed. We've consumed. <laughs> like animals. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like we don't have a lot because we're really bringing this bit out. <laughs> uh, we watched um, one of the the cinematic greats of all time, uh, a little film uh, by Full Moon Features that goes by the name of Baby Oopsie. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. What? That, that went in a different direction from what I was expecting. <laughs> but uh, okay. Uh, it's it's a spinoff of the de- uh, Demonic Toys franchise. Okay. But it's not necessary that you have any knowledge of that. Good. Good. So far, so good, because I have n- almost none. <laughs> yeah. It's about a woman who restores dolls for, not for a living, as a hobby, and has a YouTube show about it, I guess. Okay. But that's not entirely clear what the show is. <laughs> it's not important. Yeah. The important thing is she restores a demonic doll that starts killing people. <laughs> and is and and its name is Baby Oopsie? Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> uh yeah, that sounds actually sounds great. It uh, sounds terribly bad. It is. Yes. It's not like incompetently bad. Yeah. Like it's it's a passable film and yeah. also does some stuff that's kind of neat Mm -hmm. but is also total trash all at the same time yeah that's that is the way it goes with a lot of those full moon pictures (laughs) uh between the the evil doll the demonic doll or the evil dolls and um a lot of the charles band stuff yeah it's i feel like i've never watched any of these films oh you're missing out i mean it sounds like i'm not I mean, it's chock full of of non-traditional looking people Mm -hmm. and that's never used as like a joke at their expense. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Ray Ray's in it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't spoil Ray Ray. Don't spoil Ray Ray. Okay. But there is a character named Ray Ray and he's hilarious and a delight. (laughs) Best character in the film. Yeah. Also, just a weird looking little man. (laughs) <laughs> With like a mullet. 
Uh, this movie sounds great. I will have to look it up. Yeah, it, it's on Tubi, so you can watch it for free on of there. Of course it's on Tubi. Yeah, there's not <laughs> yeah. anything. Yep. Yeah. They have I'm, a pretty, whole I'm pretty sure that's where I watched Llamageddon. <laughs> <laughs> they have a whole like full moon feature section on Tubi. So. Oh, wow. That, that tracks. That tracks. They know what they got. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, but it was absolutely just like the best kind of oh. trash. I know. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute delight. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the Batman? I feel like you you just watched the Batman. No, we, we, we talked about that a few in, weeks ago. Did we, we watched it in theaters. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one that hasn't watched. Oh, the that's Batman. right. Still haven't watched the Batman. I haven't watched the Batman. I have. I've spent too much time watching things quality quality media like tattooed teenage alien fighters <laughs> from Beverly Hills. <laughs> I found it. I remember that this show was like a weird like thought in the back of my brain, and I uh, I found it on YouTube a while ago. And it like brought back like hidden memories. <laughs> so this show was made around the time that uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was got big, you know, got big, and uh, other companies were trying to replicate that style. Um, this one was made by Deke Entertainment, who um, did things like uh, Inspector Gadget, you know, and Deke, Deke, yes, that one. <laughs> Didn't and- they do uh, Captain Planet? Think the, no, that's that's Sunbow. That was uh, that was the they, Marvel. They did um, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. They sure did. Yeah. So we're getting that quality <laughs> yeah. of, of of thing. And um, so this show is wild. It was written by. I did a lot of digging into this. It was written by two guys who have a long history of um, improv comedy. Like they are Second City alums. Like they are actual real writers <laughs> for this, and uh, it's like if they hired Middleditch and Schwartz, uh, pretty to, much to yeah. make a Power Ranger. <laughs> Basically, uh, also the Power Ranger section of the show has little to nothing to do with the uh, teen section of the show. It's almost like two separate shows that are slapped together at about the twenty-minute mark. That sounds like Power Rangers. Yeah. Well, this one, <laughs> this one feels okay. So some people say, okay, Power original Power Rangers feels like um, Saved by the Bell, but for kids or or kidified or whatever. No, this show is a laugh track away from being Saved by the Bell, and then they turn into beefy giant people, M- muscle muscle punchums, muscle punchums, and they beat up a samurai, a ro- sab- sab- cyber samurai. I'm surprised they made a show about teenagers with tattoos in the 90s. That's pretty edgy. It's for the pretty time. edgy, but also <laughs> the tattoos aren't really tattoos. It's a glowing mark on their wrist when when the uh, 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 <laughs> when the be- benevolent uh, uh, pus monster Nilbog decides. Seriously, it's not Nilbog. Uh, it's something else. It's it's close to Nimbar. Nimbar. It's Nimbar. Nimbar. That's it. And uh, they got some real voices on this show as well. Nimbar was voiced by Glenn Shaddix, a guy who was a bit actor in a bunch of things, but uh, as most notably known for um, being um, Lydia Dietz's mom's best friend in Beetlejuice. The movie? The movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, the evil villain, the Lord Zed or the Rita Repulsa, has a... Uh, wisecracking parrot as a sidekick, and that parrot was voiced by David L. Landers, aka Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> huh? Yeah, this show is wild. 
Speaking of Beetlejuice. Yes. The musical, the Beetlejuice musical is coming to Columbus in March. You're kidding me. That's awesome. Not this March, next March. Next so March. in a year. Okay, in a year. But yeah, I, I want to see it so bad. Oh, it that sounds so good. Yeah, I do you too. You could say it it's great. Showtime? <laughs> yes, it, next March. <laughs> next March, yeah. <laughs> Not quite Showtime yet, but it's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> nice model. <laughs> But uh, no, I um, that's basically all I've been doing is watching Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. You really made good use of your time. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You know what? I did. I, I, we've never had such a blatant call out during the check-in out before. Uh, and the weirdest thing about this show, I'm going to keep talking about it. The weirdest thing about this show, there were no toys. This show what's had. The, what's even the point? This sh- the only merchandise this show had, as far as anyone could tell, was one lunchbox, one children's lunchbox. <laughs> That's it. There was no toys. They put out a DVD set like Mill Creek did it, put out a DVD set like five or ten years ago. Mill Creek, they're the <laughs> ones that make it those It probably cheapo- happened by accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least Super Cyber Samurai Squad had toys. Oh, yeah. If I had them. They could have at least put out a sheet of temporary tattoos. You would think. You would think. But no. No. No merchandise for this show whatsoever, which is usually the point of this show. Maybe that's why it didn't exist long. It lasted for 40 episodes, dude. (laughs) It was a real show. We'll figure out the toys later, and then they never did. (laughs) I I guess. I guess. But, uh, yeah. A superhero show in the 90s that didn't have toys. The only thing I could think is, you know, it was on the USA Network exclusively. So maybe they just didn't. <laughs> USA Network was not the mark of quality. I mean, that's where. Yeah. That's where uh, maybe Joe Bob Briggs introduced it. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's the channel that had, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Defenders of the Realm, the when it's the, combat time, over mo- and over. The Mortal Kombat cartoon. The Mortal Kombat cartoon. It had um, uh, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Hey, I love that show. That show's great. That's a good cartoon. That is a good show. You know about you know a bunch of teenagers who play football <laughs> that that fight for Merlin. Mm-hmm. Yep, with Sir Ram. Yeah. <laughs> I think even that show had toys. I think it did. Though that yeah. show, that that show tried to eat a uh, Ronan Warriors lunch a little bit. Oh yeah. man, Ronan Warriors! Ronan Warriors! That was Sailor great. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sailor Moon with guys. Yeah, that's basically it. Oh, speaking of Deke, I think Deke did the uh, the original American translation for Sailor Moon. Yes, I think yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah, with because uh, I think they did the same treatment to Card Captor Sakura. Yeah, mm. it's. It was Deke farmed out to I think like Cloverway. Cloverway, yeah, that sounds really familiar. Because now I'm th- all I'm thinking about is like uh, all their stupid American names, like in Sailor Moon. Uh, Lita, Ser- uh, Serena. I think they did a good job, like as far as Americanizing anime names go. Yeah, because they're still like vaguely similar to their official names, except for Lita. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, except for Lita. The far, a far call from Mako, but you know, well, sure. Darian, yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. I say his name yeah. is supposed to. Be, uh, well, we got Ray, We got Amy out of Ami. We got uh, it was they didn't even change. Her, well, Minako 
is Mina. Mina. So, like, so it's close. It works. It works. It's fine. I don't know. I love that dub. I think it's hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. legitimately hilariously acted. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the finest voice actors Canada can provide. Yes. <laughs> like, that will always be... Sailor Moon's voice to me will yeah. be that. Screaming. I don't know. I'm too. I'm too used to the 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 newer, like accurate dubs. Yeah, you know, uh, the voice of Sailor Moon from the original dub. She was. They got her from like a um, after school cartoon, like a uh, television host on like a local <laughs> channel. It was like Channel Twenty Eight or whatever. Like they the had... ones they used to have on on Channel Twenty Eight yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Back when TV stations would make their own content. Uh, I miss it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I remember I used to watch uh, Fox Kids in the morning mm-hmm. in, yeah. in Columbus. And they had that uh, that Susie lady or whatever. Susie, yes, that's, that's it. it. That's, yep. I, I'm sitting here trying to think of her name. But yeah, yeah, Susie. I don't know why I just remembered that. But I remember like she had like this stupid sweatshirt that said like Fox Kids on it or something. Uh-huh. And then when she left because she was having a baby or something, they brought in like two younger hosts and they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. They'd show like the art, the art kids had done of the things of the stuff from the shows. And then Pirates of Dark Water would come on. And I love the Pirates time. of Dark Water. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great show. I mean, it's cheesy and the toys were stupid, but I loved that show. <laughs> Wasn't Tim Curry in that? He was he was a voice in that. No, right? Tim Curry was was Captain Hook in uh Peter Pan and the Pirates. Oh, that's that's what it was. The white white haired Captain Hook. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was Tim Curry. Gotcha. I forget who the villain was in Pirates of Dark Water. Also, wrapping it back around, you you mentioned Samurai Cyber Squad. Yeah. Tim Curry was the villain. Yeah, he's the in- <laughs> Yeah, he's the malevolent super monster. Hu- superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Mm-hmm. Which in Japan was like a spinoff of... Gridman. It was called yeah. Gridman. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was Gridman or if it was uh, one of the Ultramen. Gridman, the hyper agent. Yeah. There was a re- there's a recent Gridman anime, too. That it's a it. sequel to the original Gridman oh. live action series. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good as well. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. Oh, man. Too busy watching Tattoo Teenage <laughs> Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. <laughs> I mean, it could have been worse. You could have been watching like The Mask Writer or something. Have, have we oh, watched God. any good anime recently? Did I talk about how much I hate this one anime <laughs> we, I watched on Netflix? We almost we almost finished all of My Dress Up Darling. I think there's only <laughs> one more episode. But we oh, talked geez. about that. Is it before. is it still yeah. kind of cringy? No, it's a good sh- it's a decent show. I it's just like I don't think it's super like fan servicey after that one episode <laughs> a little bit but it's not it's not overbearing and it's cute and the the voice acting is is good on the dub i mean that's always an important thing for me because mm. nine times out of ten i don't have the attention span to watch uh subs i mean mm. I, i'm not against it i'm not one of those like you know dubs are better than subs or vice versa or whatever i mean i find enjoyment in both though it was a bit weird watching like all of sailor moon in the new dub and then getting to the last arc in the old series. And I had to watch it all in sub. <laughs> right. Because they never released they never it. Dubbed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I watched through Evangelion the first time I put the dub on and the, the subtitles in the original version and took in both simultaneously. <laughs> you madman. <laughs> Which was, it, it was interesting to see where the two scripts differ. They di- diverge a little bit. Yeah. 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 Huh. A fun thing about Dress Up, darling, the main the main girl is voiced by the Amelie, the the girl who does on YouTube does English covers of anime themes. 
Oh, okay. She did, she did a really banging um, Cruel Angel thesis. Oh, nice. In okay. English. Huh. And she's really good. She's oh. also a VTuber now, too. Oh, of course. <laughs> I feel like VTuber is like almost like too easy for like a voice actor. Yeah. I mean, that's literally your job. Yeah. Oh, man. Talking about like, you know, anime theme songs and stuff. Now I just got like the, the 90s Sailor Moon stuck in my head. Oh, I'll bet we are just like three months away from VTubers being cast in anime dubs a lot. Yeah. I bet that's something we'll start seeing. We're going to start, yeah. Or like absolutely. YouTube specific anime series. <laughs> that's how it'll start. <laughs> it'll yeah. be like it like when Netflix started making their own animes. Yeah. Or paying for their own animes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it'll be like when um, uh, the Dragon Ball Z abridged guys started getting actual voiceover work. Yeah, like in the video games? Yeah. Yeah. Or when they stunt casted uh, Jessica Negri as Super Sonico in the Super mm-hmm. Sonico anime. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Boy, we are going down a hole on this one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. YouTube's a big part of, you know, yeah. the modern culture. It is. So what's this show that you hate, Josh? Oh, God. It's called Sword Guy. and I You talked about Sword Guy Did last I talk week? about Sword yes. Guy? Okay. Yes. It, it, it keeps swirling back into my brain, and it makes me mad again. Have you watched more Sword no, Guy? No, I can't <laughs> stomach it. Okay, good. I was like, why would you torture yourself no, with more I'm, Sword Guy? No. When you could be watching things like Tattooed Teenage <laughs> Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Oh, God. I feel like I watched something weird and cringy recently it'd probably be more fun than the john wayne gacy documentary that we've been watching on netflix oh i saw that ad today i I was watching seinfeld and i paused it and it brought it up it's a good documentary but uh boy that guy he sure did kill a lot of people yeah huh Hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. like like i'd heard the story before and i knew it was a lot but this documentary man when they're showing the cops go through the go through his basement and full of corpses out. it's insane or parts of corpses it's insane there's just so many in there and there's a there's a picture of a cop that just he just has like this thousand yard stare on his face <laughs> while while they're going through that basement that'll probably haunt my haunt my nightmares for the rest of my life <laughs> i mean supposedly he killed over 30 people but they couldn't identify a good handful of them that mm. It's not a big basement. It's it's a very small <laughs> crawl space. Yeah. Like the cops had to tear up the floor so they could get into it. Like Yeah, oh, and that's when that's when John Wayne Gacy uh uh admitted to it. Yeah. They started pressing him about it cuz they went into his house and they could smell something. Yeah. Well, he he, he thought admi- he admitted to killing somebody in self-defense and burying the body in his garage. He thought he could finagle out of it somehow just cuz he thought he was that smooth of a dude. He thought that if he came clean, he could get away with it. Oh, geez. he said he's. There was a quote of him saying at one point in his life, uh, "Clowns can literally get away with murder." Yeah, yep. They talked about that, and it's a really good documentary. But you got to know what you're getting into. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was one of the most prolific uh, serial killers in in American history, which is wild to think about. And you know, honestly, he hasn't been dead that long. Hey, let's talk about anything else. <laughs> anything else. Hey, true crime podcasts yeah. are hot, hot That's, stuff. That is true. People that, do yeah. people do love it. As disturbing as the content is, people do love it. <laughs> I frequently fall asleep to my favorite murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. God, what have I been doing other than playing Minecraft and watching Seinfeld? <laughs> Simultaneously? No. Oh, that would be great. No. That would be a that'd be a very good my, like 
when do we get the Seinfeld content pack for Minecraft? <laughs> What's the deal with blocks? <laughs> What's the deal with these creepers? They're not creeping. They just come and blow your house up. Jerry's apartment built in. I'm sure somebody. Oh, done. I'm oh, sure yeah. someone's done that. <laughs> you you put on a Kramer skin and he's going to someone else's house and just start taking their stuff. No, the creepers have the Kramer skin because they just like <laughs> burst into your house. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jerry, boo. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the creeper should Giddy be up. Like, should be like Giddy up. Should be like George. Oh yeah, maybe. Is it safe to say that George is literally the worst character on the show? I mean, they're all terrible. they're all the worst paid characters. By on the worst show. character, you mean the funniest one? He's a scumbag. I hate every ounce of his being. You're not supposed to like George. No, you're not supposed to like anyone. But no, you're really not supposed to like <laughs> yeah. anyone on that show. No, I mean, don't they all go to? Jail in the last yeah, yeah, the last episode is bad. Yeah. Where they where they go on trial for all the bad things they did and it was like a two episode clip show mm. and then they go to jail because they didn't know how to end the series. They sh- yeah, they should have just not did anything. Yeah. <laughs> like the <laughs> Netflix has that as a tag for the show. It's like it's like comedy, witty, or no, it's 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 comedy, irrelevant, and then the last one is about nothing. About nothing, yeah. It's a show about nothing. It it's a show about nothing. <laughs> yeah. How do we know when it's over? <laughs> That's a fairly yeah. odd parents joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> the one good thing about the bad ending to Seinfeld is they ended it in such a way that it wouldn't make sense for them to bring it back as thank goodness. Yeah. Because you know, like all the other shows that they're that they bring back are it just you know, becomes whatever. Oz. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's not only that, it's like reading into like like uh, Jerry Seinfeld's life and stuff. Like as I've been watching the show, and I'm like into the into the part of the show when he was actively dating like a 17 year old, and I was like, uh huh, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not the worst thing the cast of that show has done. <laughs> no, I can think of a couple things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at you, Kramer. Yeah. <sighs> Larry David, why were you attached to this? Well, his response would be that gif of him going. Yeah, shrug. <laughs> it's just a shrug. I feel like I feel like he could just copyright the shrug. Yeah, because <laughs> he's Larry David. I did used used to watch a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm when I was younger. That show's really good. That's uh, what uh, we need on the soundboard is the Curb Your Enthusiasm yes, music. Yeah, I'll work on that. I'll get on that. <laughs> oh. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break yeah. here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. Baby Oopsie does pee on a desk. Good to know. <laughs> This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We gotta get this last half out quick because Sam has got a tombstone pizza waiting for him in his freezer. (laughs) That's right. News time. (laughs) So yeah, the news, or as we like to call it... I clapped! I clapped when I saw it! (laughs) (laughs) What do you want on your tombstone? Jeez. 
pepperoni and cheese. Pepperoni and cheese. Like uh like in the Oregon Trail game when you die and and somebody would put that on their <laughs> on their literal tombstone. Yes, yes. Classic. Classic move. Yep. yep. Like the original meme. Oregon Trail was such a good game. It was. There's a new yeah. one on the the Apple Arcade. Oh, really? Yeah, and I keep thinking about trying it out. Yeah. I tried the Oregon Trail. Where oh, the zombie the one? Zombie That's one. good. That's, That's a fun. good game. Yeah. That is a good game. I remember yeah. that one. Uh, I always wanted to get the card game that Target had. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that a couple times. Yeah. But they have that weird little uh, handheld computer that plays it, too. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. I remember being in the fourth grade with the big, stupid, literal floppy disk for that <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm surprised that never got an NES port. I, I kind of am you know? too. Yeah, it this seems yeah. like something that would get an NES, but like like Broder Bund would put it out on the mm-hmm. NES. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's talk about some new stuff. And the first one I think we're going to hit is the uh, Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Mm-hmm. There's a full trailer now. Yep, and which makes it a little more real in our lives. Guess what? It looks like Thor. It looks like a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Thor with like you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, two point five. Thor, yeah. Thor for the Th- four Thor adventures. <laughs> you know, you got uh, purple Thor and blue yeah, Thor, and red Thor, and regular yeah. Thor. There is a theory about that. There might be multiple. I mean, there are multiple Thors in this movie, but there might be more than just our original flavor Thor and Jane Foster extra crispy Thor. There might also be uh like Beta Ray Bill, which is like Space Horse Thor. Parmesan cheese Thor. Yeah. Oh, Frog Thor. Can Frog be Thor would be great. Well, well you know, he's in he's in Loki. They did introduce him in Loki. Yeah, Throg. Oh, that's true. Throg uh Frog of Thunder is is in Loki. He's in a he's in a jar mm-hmm. hopping around. And if, supposedly they from cut from the same universe as Alligator Loki. Yeah, and they supposedly cut uh Chris Hemsworth's voice yep. for it. They yep. they could also do Cat Thor. Oh yeah, Cat from, Thor uh, from Squirrel Girl. <laughs> so good, so good. The Squirrel Girl uh, podcast. I forgot to mention that is that is the other thing I did this week. I watched. I listened to some of the new Squirrel Girl official Marvel uh, podcast. So is it a podcast from Squirrel Girl? Yes. Okay. So the so the conceit is she. So in the Squirrel Girl comic, she is going to uh, Mid uh, Midtown University. Yeah, the fictional Marvel. I thought it was Empire State. No, it's Midtown. Oh. No, Midtown High School, Empire State University. You're right. You're right. I was wrong. But she uh, is going to college, and now uh, that her secret identity is now publicly known, she has a college radio show where she gives advice to villains. To maybe not be bad guys. You know, as powerful as Squirrel Girl is in the comics, it probably doesn't matter that her secret identity is out. And that's kind of the whole gag. I mean, she she's beat everybody. Yeah. Literally everyone. But uh, the, the podcast, it's uh, written by Ryan North, the guy who did the comics. Okay. It features all of the supporting cast from the comics. So Nancy Whitehead nice. is her producer. <laughs> and they have different uh, people cast as Koi Boy and Chipmunk Hunk and um, uh, Brain Drain, the robot in a jar. Um, and Squirrel Girl is being voiced by, um, uh, comedy actress, uh, Melania, uh, Vantrub, who most folks would know as, uh, Lily, the AT&T girl from all of those AT&T commercials that are out currently. Oh man, that's her. That's her. Nice. Yeah. And she's played Squirrel Girl before in the animated, uh, secret, uh, warriors 
cartoon with uh, um, Spider Gwen. Oh, okay, yeah, and, and all uh, of them, Patriot, and Patriot, and all of them. Yeah, yeah, she was Squirrel Girl in that as well. Yeah, that's when they, that's I think that's around about the first time they started calling her Ghost Spider. Yeah, I think so. Spider Gwen. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. never really gotten that to st- to stick. They've ne- it's no. so much easier <laughs> just to say Spider Gwen. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's we had like two series of comics called Spider Gwen. Right. You had Spider Gwen and Spider Gwen Radioactive. Yeah. Like I I get trying to make her her own character because Spider Gwen kind of does sound like. Well, especially at the time, they were really going ham on like Gwen variants. Like you had Gwenpool, uh, yeah. Gwen Stacy. Gwenpool is still around too. Is she? Yes, she is a uh, multiverse hopping. Character. I mean, I mean, Spider Gwen herself has been doing that for a while too. I feel like that's just becoming the Gwen thing is to is to universe hop. She's she's yeah. not technically Gwen Stacy. Is she? I thought she was Gwendolyn Pool. <laughs> uh, from a parallel universe okay. where she was. Yeah, but yes, yeah, she's Gwendolyn Pool. Yeah, <laughs> she's a Gwen. Yeah. She's one of the Gwens. Yeah. But anyway, Thor, Thor, Thor trailer. It has all your favorite hits. It has it has Fat Thor and Skinny Thor. It has Korg. Everybody loves a Korg. I mean, it's Taika Waititi. How, how can you not love that stupid rock boy? Valkyrie is in a suit. Yeah, she is the she she's is the, the king. Ro- yeah, she's the king of New Asgard. Yeah, and oh, what is her? Everybody knows Tessa Thompson is in a suit is a good thing. It's a good look. <laughs> she looks bored too. Like yeah. she hates ruling or whatever or being yeah. president or whatever. And uh we get our first glimpse at Jane Foster as the mighty Thor. And you know what? And what little bit you see of the costume? She she looks like she did in the comics. Comics accurate, muscles with, and all. With the helmet. I heard she had been bulking up for the role. Oh, she got swole. I mean, you don't really get to see a lot of it because it's like a real quick hit. And and from what I'm seeing, she is not like a multiverse variant Thor. It is, it is the MCU Jane Foster. It is Jane Foster. Yeah. Um. I I did see where. Uh. Oh wow. Uh. I am showing. So for viewers at home, I am showing everyone a picture of Natalie Portman on set, where she looks <laughs> about as jacked as as Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. Like legitimately, like bodybuilder size. Dang, that is yes. that is awesome. I'm, I'm happy uh-huh. for. Her. Oh yeah. Well, I remember reading where after um, uh, Thor, uh, the Dark World. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The MCU kind of left a bad taste in her mouth because she was they damseled her. They yeah, they, they did. Her. They did her real dirty, and they them. did. They She's, did. She and, spends like three fourths of the movie asleep. Yeah, yeah, and like she, literally. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, and she didn't like that, and so she opted not to come back for uh, Ragnarok. I mean, she's mentioned, but she didn't. She doesn't really come back or anything. Yeah. And I guess Taika Waititi like kind of begged her, kind of like, "Hey, if you come back, do you want to be a superhero? I'll make you a superhero." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she, and that's great. And she was really excited about that. And plus, she wanted to work with Taika, Dwe- Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. which you know he's hot right now. Like you know, not to quote you know. Will Ferrell and Zoolander. So hot right now. He's so hot right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, he he he's he's doing so many projects right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's doing this. He's, he's becoming like the um, it's, um, Stephen King of of the film industry right now. Yeah, uh, our flag means death. Yep. Is the, is yep. He's Blackbeard. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's an executive producer on that as well, right? Probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And uh, and he's, he's direct. He directs some of the episodes too. Sure. And uh, he's in Lightyear. Oh, Which yeah, is yeah, uh, yeah. the other trailer we wanted to talk about. Lightyear. Yeah. And this Buzz movie Lightyear. is wild. Just conceptually, it's it bizarre. Is. It's weird to, to think, think about. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought the first trailer was interesting. The second trailer adds a lot more. And I'm like, all right. 
there is a time travel element to this movie, I guess, a yep. little bit. Time, time travel slash space travel. Space just travel. the way space travel works. Yeah. It, it takes a long time. <laughs> um, it's weird. Yeah. What implications does this have for the Toy Story universe? <laughs> well, like we were talking about off mic, I, I legitimately think it is a it is either a movie which inspires the toys in Toy Story or it is a in-universe greedy reboot of an old TV show that inspired the toys. And then this is that product. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, so, I think it's I, I think it looks interesting. It does. It's a cartoon movie within a cartoon movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the animation looks really good. Like the lighting and everything is very interesting. Yeah, it's it's very clean. It's oh it's, it's very clean. Oh um, yeah. but they still kind of They have the, the dimensions of of like the Pixar, yeah, yeah, it, um, it's it looks like a Pixar movie. It does yeah. look like it, you know, your standard Pixar film. Well, I wouldn't say standard, but um, no, I, I don't no, know. I would. Yeah, <laughs> it I mean, looks like it's a Pixar house style without any any twists. Yeah, like, well, that's not a bad thing. Pixar well, movies look good. Like, well, even even the newer like Disney films, like the Disney and the Pixar like styles, have seemed to be kind of meshing. With the CGI movies lately, um, I feel like in my in, in my opinion, I don't know. I think the uh, Disney 3D animated stuff has a little more variance in their from movie to movie in their style. Where Pixar looks, I mean, you know what you're getting. It's good, but you know what you're getting with the <laughs> Pixar movie, except for turning red. Except for turning red. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one was. And artistically, that is a good movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie, period. It's, yeah, it's a good movie all the way around. <laughs> I'm excited for... I'm actually actually excited for, for, for Lightyear. It's... Oh, it's going to be cool. Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah. Either that or I'll uh, spend more time watching... <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know. say it you know uh, i feel like we need a light switch for that one now disney <laughs> disney will uh slam it onto disney plus in their attempt to sync pixar <laughs> yeah i mean uh, yeah what is the, what is their thing right no, now they, when they, they think a movie that because this is a safe one mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i don't know like i hate the fact that they're like any project they feel like may that may no may not do as well they just throw it on there like turning red turned out to be super popular and yet it went straight to disney plus yeah it should have been in theaters it just goes it just goes to show that they're uh, scared producers don't know what they're doing (laughs) soul was really good it deserved to get a theatrical release it didn't i still haven't watched that one that's pretty good yeah it has its issues but it's a it's a really good movie overall yeah i agree uh, speaking of other movies, uh, Spider Spider Man Across the Spider Verse got a delay, and that's okay. Sure, yeah, whatever it takes to make a good Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it got pushed to uh, October. Yeah, and that's again, that's fine. I am. They can take as much time as they need we're, for we're, this one. We are not in any kind of Spider Man drought in any, <laughs> any way, I shape, mean, or form. Don't get me wrong; it was a, it was definitely a bright beacon in the web that is spider-man oh it's one of the best spider-man movies it might be the best spider-man oh movie. yeah yeah but uh yeah um take your time uh a del- hurry up <laughs> what what was the nintendo quote a a delayed game is eventually good yes a rushed game 
will always be bad. Uh, will always be bad. Which is not necessarily true anymore. Not necessarily anymore. true, but in this particular <laughs> case with Spider-Man Across the Universe, I kind of ascribe to that. Yeah, I was going to say you can't patch a movie, but they did do that with cats. They did. It didn't save it, but... And the they, first Sonic. They should have released the unpatched cats <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> I want to say something, but I can't. Yeah. There's a particular cut of that movie that's rumored to exist. Um, oh, I know which cut you're talking yeah. about, and I absolutely agree. Yeah, I want to see yeah. that. I want to see the Sonic movie before they fixed him. Give me, I, give me Tooth Sonic. I want to see that abomination. Give me that nasty boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm still seriously thinking it was all publicity stunt, and the movie was done in the act, in the way it was released originally. I think that's giving them too much credit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, yeah. I, I think, I think film studios are absolutely capable of making decisions that badly. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Is this? The fact that, like, in the first movie, you see echidnas that look the same style as current Sonic, and the fact that Tails does show up at the end of the film looking correct. Well, it, who knows what he looked like before they changed it. There might have been a nasty boy. He looked like Chaos mid- Reigns melting fox. Like, <laughs> he, he looked like, like, Mr. Fox. Yeah, fantastic, yeah. Mr. Fox. That's it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movies, there they put a name on the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Okay. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Um, I have no confidence in this film whatsoever. It's a Dungeons and Dragons movie, so no, it's going yeah. to be bad. I think the uh, the entire concept of a Dungeons and Dragons movie makes no sense. I mean, the first one is absolutely a trash fire. Unless you're going to go super meta with it, mm-hmm. and you're actually players playing, give do it do it Jumanji style. Do how they rebooted Jumanji, where your the your characters playing the game and you get sucked into the game. Yeah, or or even just the we they're playing in the game and you're seeing the the players' fantasy. imagination. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's kind of how other fan films have done. Like the gamers, that's how that's done. And there's a couple of those. I just want the characters from Dungeons and Dragons, the animated series. I was going to say. Yeah. To show up. I mean, if you want, I mean, there was that, uh, that car commercial. There was that French car commercial where they, where they had cast them. And they looked good. It was they great. They looked just yeah. like the cartoon. It was very short, but it was oh, very yeah. good. And, uh, but yeah, you want, you want a Dungeons and Dragons movie done right. I, I want to see the fighter and the acrobat versus <laughs> Tiamat. And Venger. And yes. The villain with the one horn. Mm-hmm. I just I just think without it being meta, you're missing the the point of what makes the it a, a fun exciting game. and fun game. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Either that or take one of the Dungeons and Dragons novels, like like a Drist novel or something and turn oh, it no, into No, not Drist. I'm, I'm using Nobody it, I'm using it as an example. Nobody likes Drist. I was a big Drist fan. Almost nobody liked Drist. <laughs> Hey, the the original the the original um, Icewind Dale books are very good. I, I love. Will, I will take your word for it. Uh, isn't Chris Pine in this one? Yes, yes. Chris Dragons? Pine. Yes, he is. Yeah. a character. One of the Chris's. <laughs> he is one. Yes, one of the one Chris. of multiple Chris. <laughs> so many Chris's in Hollywood right now. Almost like it's a common name. He's right. Yeah. I don't know. That's all they really released was like a title, like thing and it had like you know a big cinematic swoop of the ampersand dragon symbol from the logo and i'm like 
Uh, okay. I, I was going to say they could make a movie out of various podcasts, but then we just end up with Critical Role, the movie. Yeah. Which we already have an animated series. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't need any more of that. Harmon Quest, the movie. I would, Adventure Zone, the movie. I would rather watch Harmon Quest. I would definitely watch an Adventure Zone movie. I would movie. too. Yeah. I think they need an animated series more than anything. Oh, man. Uh, when Taco cast that one spell in the very first arc. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> very good. Uh, so, more movie news. Uh, Fast and the Furious has a name. It's Fast X. Or, fa- or Fast 10. Because it is, it is the 10th ten- movie. It's. It's the twelfth movie in a ten movie series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. Numbers don't hey, mean hey, anything. Hey, family matters. <laughs> Did I do Burn. that? <laughs> I was just gonna start singing the Family Matters theme song. Uh, I was really hoping they would name uh, this movie Fast Ten Your Seat Belts. I still think they might use they it as a have. tag. They yeah. should have. I, I think it might be like the tag or the poster stinger or something. Will the sequel be Fast Ten Two? Or are we gonna go Final Fantasy with it? <laughs> no, it is. It is the last. The last. Uh, the they're they're doing um, eleven movies and ten and eleven as a part one and part two. So it is Fast Ten Two. Wait, wait. Does that mean Dom's not real? He was a dream the whole time, <laughs> and they have to find the real Dom. Yeah. They yeah. have to find the spheres that have recordings of Dom. Of Dominic Toretto. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then they fight Sin at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, uh, there's two beloved characters and one that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they're, 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 they're idol singers, but they have guns. Or well, one of them has guns. Oh, Final Fantasy X-2. <laughs> I have gone back and tried to play that a couple times and yeah. it just never sticks. I hate 10. I hate I like 10. 10. I, hate I actually, 10. I've finished 10. I can't stand Blitzball. So I can't stand Blitzball. Blitzball. I can't, I can't stand, I can't, I can't stand Titus as a character. You only have to play Blitzball one time. Uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I, like the only real reason. I'm not a play. fan of Waka. Oh, that racist jerk. Yeah. yeah Waka sucks. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's not great. Yeah. Even though he's voiced by John DiMaggio. Yeah. We got a dance away from <laughs> this topic. Uh, so, um, tell me about a Splatoon 3. It, Is there anything to tell? Well, There's they some were... kids, and they turn into squids, and they spray ink all over the level, mm. uh, and they put a release date on it. It's September 9th. 9th, yes. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, they released, uh, today, they released a video. Basically, it was a video of one whole match of Turf War. <laughs> okay. And, and nothing looks different? Not really. They it, showed they showed some, some of the new weapons in... in power-up abilities kind of thing yeah there, there was a lot of different power-up abilities that weren't there before there's a crab-shaped tank that yeah was, that, oh, that, nice. cra- that crab walker was cool <laughs> yeah nice that was really cool i will be honest i i have bought every version of splatoon thinking this is the one that's going to get me <laughs> and i've returned in short order every version of splatoon that i have bought when i have decided no this is not the one that's going to get me. I really loved Splatoon 2, and I thought uh, Salmon Run was a very cool mode. It's a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. I agree. I fully agree. I can't wait to play uh, Salmon Run again in 3. The Octo expansion for Splatoon 2 was very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if we'll get another race to play. The single-player story has something about mammals, so... Yeah, yeah. and one of the weird power-ups 
uh, kind of turned you like into a glowing godlike being in the match. And I noticed uh, on the second or third time they used it in the match, um, somebody looked like they had a tail. Either like as like either a monkey or a cat or something. There's one point where they like Spider Man around too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like a weird like grappling hook thing in the trailer mm-hmm. that looked really cool and interesting. Um, I don't know. I'll play. I know it won't be that different because every Splatoon game plays like a Splatoon game. But I really like the. I really like the franchise. <laughs> yeah, and it's a good value. You get a lot of. Co- you get at least like a year of new content. Oh yeah, you get. You, least, you definitely yeah. get some if you're if you're consistent with the online events and stuff. It's. I mean, you definitely get your money's worth out of it. Um, Except for when you return it three weeks after you buy yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's a Nintendo game, and they hold value better than other games. They That's do. Very true. They never go down in price. <laughs> yeah, there are. Almost 30-year-old DS games now that are still too expensive. <laughs> yeah, you want to buy Super Mario Brothers U? Still got to pay 60 bucks for that. Uh, bit, <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, Monkey Island's coming back. Woo! My, my most favorite point-and-click adventure franchise is getting a new entry. Uh, this time, the original creator, Ron Gilbert, is involved. So it, it's a, a real story in the real world of Monkey Island is a point and click pirate game in, inspired by the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because there is a soft reference in uh, Sea of Thieves. For, oh, it's, uh, a Monkey- ha- it's a hard reference. Is it? Oh, yeah. There's, they mention characters from Monkey Island. I know like you have to go to like the Pirates of the Caribbean bubble world or whatever to find the book or whatever that mentions it or something yeah it's it's the the plot of the sea of thieves like little monkey island bit is a bunch of characters that Guybrush had wronged in the past looking for him for revenge like you do in a pirate world yeah Mm. (sighs) and and Guybrush usually finds his way to inadvertently wrong several people on his adventures (laughs) I mean, what was this one? What's this one called? Is it Return, Return to Monkey? Return to Monkey Island. So that'll be that'll be cool. And it's not. Uh, Ron Gilbert had mentioned if he was going to make one, it would take place after the second one because that's when he stopped yeah, working on it. them. But it looks like this is taking the stuff that he likes from the other games and putting it into this Kinda one. Kind of fits it in. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Because Murray, the evil talking skull, is in the the trailer and and he's from monkey island three okay so i guess i guess ron's just picking and choosing the stuff that he likes and cutting the stuff that he doesn't which fair enough that's fair sure speaking of returning to classics yeah they announced a uh, sonic origins remaster it's a remaster yeah of sonic's one two and three it's it's a remaster where they didn't do a whole lot of remastering yeah uh, they made it widescreen and it looks nice, but they didn't like the gr- don't expect like new graphics. No, no, it looks like it looks like a Sonic, a classic Sonic game. And they, they added a bunch of uh, gorgeous uh, animated cutscenes to it, I guess. Yeah, some uh, of which locked behind DLC. Yeah, it has it has the most absolutely buck wild, ridiculous DLC model. Uh, there's a whole chart that. Y- that you have to look up so you can figure out which version of the game that you want to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get all the features, including things like animated characters in the menus. Oh, boy. Oh, which is definitely boy. something worth paying extra money for. 
and shouldn't just already be part of the game. <laughs> right. That is stupid. Yeah. It, it's Sega's taking a good thing they, they have here and just like shooting it in the foot. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. I feel like that's on brand for, for Sega. It, it, it is. It absolutely is. I mean, come on. One of the best Sonic games ever was not made by Sega. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I first heard this, I heard the name of it. I thought it was the sequel to Sonic Mania. And it was actually very disappointed by what it actually is. <laughs> right. Oh, Sonic yeah. or Sega actually touched this. Yeah. Ew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. We've got, what was it? Sonic Frontier. It's coming Frontiers. out. Oh my god! Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> Watch Sonic. Sonic Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Sonic run around a bland environment with almost no <laughs> recognizable things, anything yeah. at all. Yeah, but hey, think, speaking of things returning, D and D is bringing back the classic scenario. Scenario, I guess it would be or uh, campaign. Campaign. Uh, Spelljammer. Yes, it, they announced uh, in August. Uh, they are re-releasing a fifth edition version of Spelljammer. And Spelljammer, back in the day, was a campaign where you took your somewhat fantasy elements of D&D and you go into space. Space! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm a big fan of the Spelljammer um, kind of setting. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it has... I mean, it's not quite like... Uh, like um, Pathfinder or uh, Paizo's uh, Starfinder, mm -hmm. where it's just you know science fiction with their role playing system. Yeah, this is this is fantasy, but yeah. just in space. Yeah, this is this is fantasy in space. Uh, like the Spelljammer ship itself was a like a wooden style ship just floating in space. This mm -hmm. is elves in space, not space elves. Right. Yes, <laughs> that's the distinction. <laughs> They're elves. They're elves in space. <laughs> Um, but no, I'm excited for this. Oh yeah, this is pretty um, cool. I feel like it's a. Uh, I like here, here lately. Wizards has really been kind of going back and retapping some of their classics to bring them to the fifth edition sure. market, like uh, like they did with uh, Strahd, uh, Ravenloft. Oh yeah, Ravenloft. Yeah, and I know D and D is hotter than ever because podcasts. I mean, yeah, yeah podcast mostly podcasts, your ability to play online with friends or strangers, if you choose, depending on how you find your groups or whatever. And everyone had a whole lot of downtime a few years ago. I know. <laughs> right. And a good number of them decided D&D &D was the thing to do. Hey, I get it. I, I get really it, too. Do. I really do. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't imagine playing with strangers. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah, I do feel like part of the fun of D and D is playing with a group of people you know and like kind of playing off each other, like in jokes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's improv. It's all improv. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Unless you don't, you run into the scenarios where you have you know questionable groups, which happens in the hobby. So anyway, <clears throat> I don't. Sometimes you end up going to a fantasy baby shower. It, it, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we have actually hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, and TikTok at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can leave us a voicemail on the Nerd Overload hotline. Uh, the number is 586-372-8020. 
leave a message and we might play it on this show yeah and you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google play and more and finally i'd like to thank david pencil for the use of our intro and outro you can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com so again thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week i'm getting to the point where i'm getting old man tired (laughs) 